Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out important news. Hey, with us again, we love having him. Happy to have him back. You know him. No introduction. Peter Pascali, President and CEO of Pyrogenesis Canada, trades under the TSX PYR and on the OTCQB for now, PYRNF. Peter, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me back. Happy New Year to you, George, to you and your crew. Happy New Year to you, your company, your shareholders, and nothing but best wishes for 2021. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. So let's talk about that. You had a couple of press releases, but before we get into the press releases, I wanted to ask you first about how's 2021 starting off? Because before the, the Christmas break, a lot of things were moving, a lot of action. Naturally, all of us, you know, everything kind of paused and stops. Has yeah. 2021 picked up where, where you left off? How's 2021? Well, 2021, George, 2021. Uh, in 2021, we have people uh, smoking pot legally and trying to figure out how to get a haircut illegally. So you <laughs> tell me how 2021 is going to shape up. No, all kidding aside, um, it looks really good, George. I mean, what, what can we say? I mean, the, the past 12 months has been actually remarkable for us. We've, uh, we have no debt on our balance sheet. Uh, the last time we talked about cash, we said we had $17 million. Um, our four business lines that we typically describe as being iron or pelletization and aluminum dross, U.S. military and 3D printing. Uh, in, in, two, in two of the four, we have uh, in, in aluminum dross and, 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 and the, um, the U.S. Navy, uh, we have huge contracts in there, which has increased our backlog to roughly $40 million over $7 million 18 months ago. And iron or pelletization, you know, some people may be wondering why it's going so slow. And I've said it's going, uh, you know, as fast as you can imagine, a multi-billion top, multi-billion dollar companies can go. Uh, that's going exactly the way we, we think it should be going. And I don't know uh, uh, if, if people put connected the dots, but um, with respect to uh, our 3D printing, we should... Uh, we should be producing powders. We've locked in that those improvements into our production line and we're moving forward with that. So 2021 from our four core offerings is doing really, really well. And that's not to talk, we, HPQ is doing phenomenal. Look what's happening in the battery space. Yeah. Um, we are doing some torches for tunneling. Uh, we've talked about how we can take the residue in uh, dross right and add, make it into higher value chemicals, uh, chemicals. Uh, so those ones that I just mentioned are, you know, they're, they're, they, they're almost come for free for the same price there. We are actually developing multiple derivative opportunities. We've already identified derivative opportunities, which are not part of our four offerings that are extremely significant. So when you're looking at 2021, no debt, some really good contracts, uh, good irons in the fire and you have these multiple derivative opportunities which come for free basically for this because people are really valuing us i think on those four offerings uh the main ones so i'm, I'm talking too much here jordan i'm very excited about 2021 i can no, go I, you're not talking much this is what everybody wants to hear right yeah, i mean i mean it, 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 it's exactly where i'd want to be and uh and we we uplisted successfully in, in within a quarter so we didn't have to redo our quarter if you know we do the whole uh, financial uh, review by KPMG for another quarter. Oftentimes, it, it extends beyond that particular time period and it drags on. We did it, you know, we did it really fast. Uh, the uplisting experience was has been amazing. Uh, we've gotten a lot of attention from different funds. 
um, exactly what we wanted, more eyeballs on the stock. And now we're gonna do a co-listing um, on NASDAQ. We mentioned it being Q1 2021, and um, it's a co-listing. There's no uh, reverse stock split. There's no co-financing, co uh, co-current financing. Uh, and and uh, actually, let's talk about that. Before sure. you Please get talk. onto NASDAQ, <laughs> Yeah, that's what I found. Now, people online have found this. This is what I love about Pyrogenesis shareholders and, and everybody. They found this. Uh, the ARC 3D printing ETF. Um, I guess they report their holdings daily. And Pyrogenesis is now in that ETF. They've got about 55 positions. Pyrogenesis number 38. Looks like they're, as of January 19th, they're holding just under 90,000 shares. Uh, how do you feel and how should everyone feel about the fact that, you know, those are the kind of eyeballs you just referred to a second ago. You said, we've got more eyeballs. Is that as a result of the business itself? Is it in anticipation of the NASDAQ listing? Uh, but how great was it for you to see that just to begin with? Just so to see so I, I, I have to be careful. I think we have to be careful here, George. We don't talk, we don't want, we don't want to talk too much about stocks and things like no, this, but, no. but, but, um, I don't know. I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why they bought. I mean, I, I can, I can, I, I know why I buy. I mean, I know why I have the shares, but um, I can speak to the generality of having an ETF or a mutual fund investing in the stock. I mean, first of all, they're a lot more sophisticated in terms of being of investors. Some of them, you know, they, they don't, not some, they don't have the attention span of a fruit fly. Okay. They, they're, they're sophisticated. Yeah, they're not investors. traders. Yeah. And what I really like about them is that, they stabilize the stock price, okay? So if, they're, if, they, if you've got a certain weight, and once they get to their target weight, they maintain the weight in their fund, so long as you're doing exactly what they think you do, should be doing. And if a stock goes um, down too much, they'll buy to maintain that weighting, or vice versa. If the stock goes up too much, they'll sell to maintain that relative weighting in their fund. And, and this is good for stabilizing a stock. So when you have these nutcase shorts going wild, uh, now they have to, you know, consider, you know, you have these ETFs or these mutual funds that are there to to counterbalance what I would call, in all, with all due respect, uh, sometimes it's people are manipulating the stock uh, down and also up. You got pumpers and you got shorter. So as a CAO of a company, you want that to be stabilized a bit more. And stabilization comes with more people understanding the stock more people looking at the stock and more people getting involved in the stock. So um, it's, it's one of the reasons why people go to better exchanges. You know, why would you go to a better exchange? Yeah, this, right away, we're yeah. seeing the benefit. I, uh, again, we can't speak, you don't know, I don't know, but you've got to assume it's a 3D printing ETF and you're, you're now on TSX on the way to the NASDAQ. So they probably, you know, it's, it just makes sense. By the way, just a little personal opinion I'm going to throw in. Yeah. Um, yeah, you talk about how they may add to weight, uh, sell to to equal the weight. The good thing is what I'm seeing is right now, uh, Pyro makes up 0.13% of the weighting of the fund, whereas their number one position makes up 5.27%. I have no idea if Pyrogen is going to get up to 5.27%, but you know, there's a there's a, there's there's room to potentially move, and I think that that's to your what you're saying earlier that uh etfs and funds like this can smooth things out uh as they try and get you up to your to your weighting so i guess we'll have to see uh, what, I, what, what i like uh, george is that i think you said there's 55 
55, 55 companies in the DTF right now. And we're one of them. I mean, I'm really happy that somebody finds us, uh, uh, you know, interesting enough to be put in that unique group of companies. And um, and you've been pounding the pavement, right? Uh, you've been you've been busy at a couple of conferences already, obviously virtual. Uh, just you don't have to give us the specifics, but give us a flavor of the kind of audiences you've been speaking to over the last couple of weeks and in, in these virtual conferences. Well, you know, I've, 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 we've we've um, we've uplisted it to TSX. We're going to co-list on the Nasdaq. Hopefully, if everything works out as we expect it to, it will. Um, it, we owe it to these new investors, these new new people who are interested in the company to to engage them, ask their questions, get them to have a feel uh, for the for 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 the company. And so we've been we've been doing that quite a bit over the past uh, couple of weeks in the new year, and we we're going to continue this trend. I mean that's 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 our responsibility to make sure the message is understood, and and it gets out there. It's a, it, it used to be a very complicated message. Now it's becoming a little simpler. Our balance sheet is a lot simpler, um, and um, yeah, a lot simpler now. And uh, our offering our offerings are becoming better defined. So it's a simpler task to get the message across, which is what we've been trying to do at Pyro. We've been trying to simplify the message. And yes, George, we've been uh, we've been we've been get, getting getting the word out there. Yeah, that uh, that's and clearly, look, and as we're talking today, just as a matter of fact, right? Uh, PowerGen stock is at four fifty five because we're taping this in the morning. Uh, you know, up another six and a half percent. So that's that's always a good sign. We don't. Don't know. There's no investment advice there. We don't know if that's going to continue, no. uh, but it's just a good sign to see that 2021 has started off on a on, on the right foot there. Let's talk about um, you've. Uh, I'm going to ask you about the iron ore just a little bit. I know you touched on it. No, I know you can't give specifics, but I want to make sure because you you're right. These are multi-billion-dollar companies. They don't. You're not selling a house. Even you and I have discussed this. Even when you sell your house. Uh, it takes 90 days to close. That's just a house and a million of those are sold every single day. Uh, but you're happy with the progress there. Um, you're happy with how things are going with all three partners, all, all three potential yeah, customers, yeah. sorry. Yeah, the, the, those are the three we mentioned. And we, we, you know, we just leave it at that just so people can get a flavor of what's happening and how it, how it transpires. Um, how can somebody not be uh, happy with what's happening, George? I mean, it, it, here's, here's, here's the deal. Basically, for those who are new to the story, I apologize for those who've heard it before. Oftentimes, people want you know uh, gems to be dropped here in the Gorkom, and they, you have to realize it has to be within public, publicly, uh, publicly public disseminated information. But you know, w when we started off, we got involved in a in a situation in Sweden, and we and we provided them a a, a plasma torch. Provided them, we made money doing it. I mean, we gave a plasma torch so they could have a look see. Um, as part of their uh, uh, goal, stated goal to reduce their greenhouse gas uh, to zero, their carbon footprint to zero in the country. They looked at iron ore pelletization and specifically um, fossil fuel burners. Can you change out a fossil fuel burner with a plasma torch? It doesn't make sense. And lo and behold, to make a long story short, it made a lot of sense. First of all, they're very easy to, to, to replace. You know, it's basically a plug and play. And you didn't have to shut down your, your system to, to do it. You can, you can continue operating. That's key. So um, we were a little bit naive, uh, George. Uh, I'll be honest with you. We did not realize the, um, the, uh, the pressure the, the industry itself was under, the iron ore pelletization industry was under to reduce their uh, carbon footprint. 
Uh, we just want a lot of funds. A lot of funds refuse to even invest in companies if they're quote unquote dirty at the end of the day, right? You're, I imagine, you're I imagine that, more and more and more funds. Uh, you've even got Goldman Sachs make statements that if you don't have certain environmental, certain social, we're just not going to invest in you or finance you or anything like that. So yeah, there's tremendous pressure. So, so that confirms, I mean, what you're saying confirms what we're hearing as well. Um, having said that, the reason why we got involved was we wanted to be considered if Sweden should, could, could, should decide to replace their uh, fossil fuel burners with plasma torches. So that was basically what we were in for. Uh, and again, it's, it's a government, so it's as slow as molasses. We never expected it to take off the way it did. We had people interested in our plasma torches because, George, they're, they're, um, they're under all this pressure. Uh, there's one company, one iron ore pelletizer who has put together a fund, uh, a $2 billion uh, commitment to reduce their greenhouse, their, their carbon footprint. And they, I believe they funded that commitment with $1.5 billion bond, I think, last summer. Wow. Okay, so now think about it from their perspective. When you're going to look at how to lower your carbon footprint, I would suggest you're looking at, uh, at, 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 at alternatives to what you're doing, which are probably more expensive because if they're less expensive, you should probably be doing the less expensive process to begin with. So they put together these programs and they're not the only one to reduce their carbon footprint. And along comes pyrogenesis. It's simple, it's a plug and play. You don't have to shut down your operations and redo your whole process. Uh, it's, it's very simple to implement and you can continue your operations. And it's such a big part of their carbon footprint. It's and not it like is, you brought them solar is. rechargers for their cell phones in their offices. This is, this is a major source of their carbon footprint. And it is. And, and, and it looks like when, you, when all is said, said and done, when all is considered, it looks like pyrogenesis plasma torches are, are, are economically beneficial. Um, we, we, we don't have a plasma torch in there. Uh, there is some indication that by using a plasma torch, it uh, creates a different type of a, uh, an environment and uh, the, the pellets come out a lot, a lot drier, which, the, which seems to in, imply or the possibility is it improves the process. It improves the output. Wow. That's, now, a that hasn't been, now, that's a big bonus if that's that George, goes. that has not been confirmed. It's all, you know, on paper. But if that's an additional benefit, it's huge. Oh, look, having look, here you have iron pelletizers under a lot of pressure. They're looking at more expensive uh, 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 options to what they're doing to meet their carbon uh, reduction uh, goals. And here we come along. Um, plug and play. George, I have to look, nothing is 100% guaranteed. There's a lot of hurdles. Absolutely. Just in this offering we're doing, in everything we're doing, you know, there's going to be challenges. Pyrogenesis is in a really good spot right now. It's never been in a better spot. Uh, the economy seems to be tending towards green, and we happen to be there. And if I may, George, let me just, I'm, I'm digressing, but when you look at Dross Right, right, we've had Dross Right out there for a number of years. We've marketed it. We've sold some key systems. We won a key, a key um, a quote, that was, uh, a quote that was put out there. Um, never did we ever highlight the greenhouse gas benefit, the reduction in greenhouse gases that uh, par uh, that the dross right system um, has. So here's something unique about our offerings. 
what we, what we, our green, uh, for Indrosrite, uh, it has a greenhouse gas benefit, but it works without the greenhouse gas benefit. Right. Just so on its own, the, the value proposition is already there. It, there's a lot of technologies out there that without the greenhouse gas element, they wouldn't be economically beneficial. You know, so um, this is, I think, something that's unique about our, our, our greenhouse gas offerings. Uh, we're, we're, we're in the past year, 18 months, we've decided to, um, to highlight that benefit. You have to. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, and, and Peter, think about something. Today's a very big day for a reason. Joe Biden is being inaugurated as the new U.S. as the new president of the United States. And two things that he's doing today, the very first two things he's doing. One, he's killing the Keystone pipeline, obviously because of their environmental agenda and their, their aim to reduce greenhouse gases. And two, they're immediately rejoining the Paris Climate Accord, right? That has to send a massive shockwave and signal around the world that America, the you know biggest, strongest, what best economy in the world, is saying we're green is so so important to us. It's two of our big three first initiatives. The other one had to do with immigration. It has that's no has no emphasis, no impact here. But how do you feel about that? That must further strengthen uh, pyrogenesis, knowing that these two things are taking place today. Look, you you prefer to be swimming with the current than against the current, uh, George, and uh, and that definitely is with the current for us. Um, I'm very, it's 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 lining up. That's nicely. global, right? When they do that, that's global. That's it's that's global in the world. And and, and when um, and when people take take this, when when governments want to stimulate an economy, let's say, and they want to go green, let's just say that's where it goes. Um, and you have this company that's just created six months ago to take advantage of this particular uh, environment versus pyrogenesis, who's been at it for like 20 years. We have relations, established relationships with very discerning clients, including US military. I mean, where would you like, who would you like to give your economic incentive to? Uh, somebody who knows how to deal with the situation has been around for a particular time and has the gray hairs, as you can see, or, or, uh, or, or, or somebody who is unproven. I think the fact that we are here today with 20 years of experience under our belt, where we have in our four main offerings developed relationships with multi-billion dollar companies who've- uh, Third party validation, yeah. US Department of Defense, aircraft carriers, which if you can pass that strenuous test, there isn't a test in the world that you can't pass. And, and I think if I was a government, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be a lot more comfortable dealing with a company like Pyrogenesis than some of these uh, newer ones. Uh, just my 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 perspective, sure. and I well, think the proof's in the pudding, right? The proof's in the pudding. They're all all the companies are talking to Pyrogenesis, so the proof yeah. is in the pudding at the end yeah. of the day. By the way, let's not forget HPQ Nano. You've got an investment in that, and you've got HPQ. That is also a a, a company that's a hundred percent tied in to the green initiative. It's so, all electric batteries for electric vehicles. So, so as a footnote. Um, I oftentimes limit my discussion to the four main topics, you know, offerings that we're doing. And, and, I, and I put HPQ in the other set. And, and that's not because um, we don't value HPQ. I mean, HPQ is going gangbusters, but it's for two reasons. One, oftentimes there's not enough time to talk about even just the four that we have. And, and, and the second is, uh, well, there's actually three. The second is, I, I think it, it, I don't want to steal HPQ's lightning, uh, you know, thunder, sorry. Yep, um, yep. 
they're, they, 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 they're very good at talking about what they're doing and I support them. I am their supplier. I am, they're, they're my clients. I have to respect that. And, off, and, and to tell you the truth, I find it hard to keep- And a major investor at the end of the day, right? And that's right. And investor. I find it hard sometimes to keep even, even just for pyrogenesis, uh, what I've said publicly and what I haven't said publicly. And when you add an HPQ, you know, it just makes it a lot more complicated. So it simplifies my life, both in presentation in keeping public and non-public information straight. And quite frankly, a, I believe he's doing a very good job of explaining to the marketplace. And it is bloody exciting, uh, uh, George. I mean, what's happening there um, in, in a battery space, um, where it's, things just seem to be lining up uh, for both HPQ ourselves in, in, in that particular space as well, uh, uniquely. Uh, and let me not, let me not, let me stop talking about, about HPQ. But, but this, and the only reason we brought it up is not to talk about HPQ, but it is a it is an important element of pyrogenesis now, and it's one hundred percent that like the like the uh, the iron ore plasma torches those burners are are efficient and and, and they've got a couple of different uh, uh, advantages to them. But the one about HPQ that's why I brought it up is it's focusing strictly on the new renewable energy market. So that's. Just want to kind of bring that up and back. Let's talk about next thing. Uh, you've your your devil's advocate. You've announced a normal course issuer bid, which is to buy back the company will buy back some of its stock in the open market over the next twelve months and uh, and retire the shares. Right and retire those shares. Devil's advocate. Um, there will be those say, including me, who will say if fast growing technology companies are probably better off using their cash to keep to keep growing uh what was the impetus for the normal course issuer bid uh what, look there, what, there, may come a, there may come a time as, as has in the past where we in a particular situation believe it's in the best interest of shareholders uh to purchase the shares and um and and, and, and it's a good it's a good use of funds i mean the last time we did it uh, I think we purchased somewhere between one and one and a half million. I think it was 1.3 million, somewhere in there, uh, shares at an average price of 75 cents. Um, I think it was a good use of funds. We 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 then did a, a, pri a, a, a broker deal at 360. Uh, you know, uh, so. Is it also a sign of confidence to the, to the? Is it also a sign of confidence to? Uh, to the market at the end of the day that you are investing some of the company's funds in order to retire shares because at the end of the day, a company does that if they believe that uh, there's there's more value to come, right? That's, I don't, it's done. Look, I, so your question was, George, do, should they have confidence? Look, I can't tell you what to have. Maybe I'm an idiot. Uh, maybe I, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe I'm doing it. It's a ridiculous thing, but I, don't think uh, so. I, I can't tell people to have confidence. They have to make their own decision. It's something that we've done in the past. And you know, we've done it once before, before the last time we had a non-course, we didn't buy any shares. Um, you know, it, 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 there wasn't the opportunity at the time to buy the shares. The second go around, yeah, we didn't do the whole thing, but when we did it, it made sense. And, and it's, 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 for that, it's for that reason. It's, it's not a guarantee uh, that we'll do it, uh, but it's, um, it's, 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 it's a one of the tools in, in our, our, our toolbox that we can avail ourselves when the opportunity arises, um, when, when the opportunity arises. Uh, last question for you. 
You yeah. issued revenue gu or guidance, not just revenue guidance, but guidance for Q4. Yeah. yeah. And the shareholders have seen those numbers. So it's not that we need to go over the numbers, but just uh, in detail because they've seen it, but you're given guidance of between three and 5 million in, in, in revenue. Uh, and for the year end, 14 to $16 million. Oh, so the three to five was for the Q4. Right. Yeah. And for the year end, 14 to $16 million. Um, do you think that revenue guidance going forward is going to become a regular thing at Pyrogenesis? Is that what you guys are, are playing? Or, or is this a one-off? Because uh, it would be great to, if, if you, and if you didn't, that's okay, but it'd be great to see the company maybe get to a point where it gives uh, a couple quarters guidance or maybe even annual guidance. Do you think you're see, you have enough visibility to be able to do that now? Um, so there's two questions there. Are we going to continue doing it? Uh, there's two, uh, there's, there's two um, thoughts as to guidance. And I, and I, I think in the past people like guidance. Uh, I think now currently I'm hearing people would prefer not to have guidance. Um, I think a company should as best as they can give, shareholders an indication of what's happening you know so people can make decisions a little better and and people not be taken advantage of one way or another whichever way it is um we have and to you've always been great about that you've always been great about letting i remember when you were criticized back when you announced that the u.s military i don't know it was over a year ago well over a year ago had told you hey we're going to order a couple of these a couple more units for 12-ish, approximately $12 million or whatever it was back then. And uh, you want to, you just want to let investors know. You said, look, we don't have it. It's not signed, but we've been told that it's imminent. Yeah. And I so, just so, feel like you should all know. And I thought that was a great, you know, yeah, that's a it, great it, CEO it, there. It goes to the how I'd like to be treated if I was an investor. If I was going to buy some shares, uh, I, I'd like to know if there was something negative potentially happening, you know, potentially happening, even if it doesn't happen. Um, if I was going to sell shares similarly, I'd like to know if there's something that might happen. Now, some people don't like it. Some people don't like that. The, 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 you know, until it's signed on the dotted line, they say, I shouldn't, I shouldn't uh, press release. Well, you know what I tell them? Don't read it. When you see that's what I'm talking about, rip it up. Pretend it didn't happen. I mean, that's, that's your choice. But there are people out there who understand and appreciate it. Now, with respect to the things that I mentioned in the past, um, it is our view of what is transpiring at that particular time, given the information we have. Of course. And like when I talk about it. when I talk about strategies, it's the strategy we have at that particular time. Now, just because you announce a particular strategy, you know, uh, we we have a brain. We're able to think things out. That's what separates us from the animals I and mean, our ability to think and change uh, direction. Um, and and just because you mention a strategy with new news, you don't just stay on that stupid course because you mentioned it and some investors may get may get may get a little bit uh, you know the, the knickers in a, in a bind because you change the strategy will grow up you know we're running a company uh there's a lot of challenges things will change whether you like it or not do you want us to talk to you about it or do you want to just sit in the dark and, and, and try and figure it out yourself so we try to give people as much visibility as to what we're doing um for instance when we're talking about the uh the big deal with dross rate I indicated that something was up, you know, uh, and 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 it and it happened relatively quickly after that, within four months. I think I'd like to know if I was about to sell shares that something might be up. Then you decide whether the probability of that happening or not. So yeah, yeah and, and you've done it twice. It's worked. No, and by the way, to be clear, let's remember, 
Uh, when I say some people criticize, but I love that you did that. You're talking about 1%, right? Uh, no, you know 99% what? of no, shareholders George. appreciate that. You, <clears throat> no, George, I really, as I much really, information as possible. I think honestly, that's without something, Ari, I don't give a damn. I mean, that's the way I roll. That's how Power Genesis rolls. That's what we do. We've got very, very strong morals and we're committed to doing the best thing for our investors and the company. Yeah, you've done that. And we That's have to sure. communicate with investors uh, so they have a, a better a better understanding. And that's how I am. I mean, unless unless there's some, I, I like to go even further, but quite frankly, there's laws that prohibit, you know. The, We're listening if you want to tell us something right now. Uh, you know, it, no, it's, just no, not, no. it's just all of us on a court. <laughs> the other thing I think is important is I'm just not a normal um, CEO. I mean, I'm a bit nuts. So, yeah. But besides that, I, I, I own a lot of shares. So if I feel that something is exciting or something is challenging, I think investors should know. You know, if I start, if I say I'm going to invest in, a, if I say I'm going to invest in a, in a in a pizza parlor, okay, let's just say, I think they should want to know why. I mean, why is Peter all of a sudden investing in a pizza parlor? Does he think that plasma torches can make pizza better? Of course they can, but we're not going to do that. Um, uh, I'm just kidding, George. So basically, um, it's a fundamental. It's a way I've been brought up. You know, if you're truthful and you're honest, then you don't have to worry about what you're talking about. And at the same time, Peter, almost everything you've talked about, in fact, everything you've talked about has happened. I'm you. There was even a time, a long time ago, you mentioned where we said we're, we're going to start looking at the possibility of uplisting and new and 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 potential co-listings, spinouts. We're not going to talk about that today, but. You don't just throw things out. There are CEOs in the small cap space. Not that you're not now. You're not in the small cap space per se anymore. But there are CEOs in the small cap space who will just they want to say stuff just to prime the market, just to give people hope and hope their stock price will rise. But everything you've said, you you told us the military contract might come, it came. You told us Dross right contract might come, it came. You told us that you're looking, you're considering uplisting, it happened. Uh, you talked about you're going to be considering co-list the NASDAQ. It's happening. It looks like all the things being equal, that should happen in Q in Q1 here. No guarantees, but I think short of something really uh, unexpected happening, you're there. So yeah, let's make sure you give you and your team, give yourself credit for the fact that you guys don't shoot from the hip. You know, you, you're very considered in what you say. Uh, and then you, it, it happens. Yeah. And and with respect to spinouts, not to talk any, not to not to labor spinouts, but uh, I I fundamentally believe, and my board supports me in this, that if you can spin things out to manageable sizes, it's better for the investors at the end of the day. Sure. Um, and, and I and I look back at uh, I think it was the 1960s when the Dow Jones just went crazy, uh, but the, but basically all that was happening was big companies were 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 breaking up. It was just a paper shuffle, uh, no more added value in the economy, but because investors could understand the smaller bits better than the bigger bits, it was a good move um, for, 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 the, for, the, for, the, for the investors and companies for, by, by splitting them up into smaller yeah, you're parts. unlocking value at the end of the day, right? No matter what, you're unlocking value. So with a, with a finance background, I mean, I'm always looking for these type of ways of tapping into value for the shareholders. And I think it's important that shareholders should know their CEO and their board have this type of thinking. Uh, it may not always be at the right time. <laughs> and, and sometimes the market changes so that you have to reconsider, not reconsider, 
maybe delay for a better opportunity. Yeah, sure. It's on the table, but you don't have to pull the trigger unless ever unless like, no one's forcing you to pull the trigger on anything. You do yeah. it when it's optimal for the shareholders for the company. But that's definitely a conversation I'm going to want to have with you. Uh, maybe next time, because you know there's so many elements to Pyrogenesis now that you almost have to start thinking: Are some of these potential spinouts or not? Uh, and I, but I guess you don't consider that maybe until after Nasdaq. Uh, but on that, so far so good. Nasdaq uh, filings, applications, everything uh, smooth. Yeah, um, we thought we could get away with um, with using our, our second quarter numbers that were reviewed by KPMG for the uplisting on TSX. But a, a closer reading, we had to do a review of our third quarter. Uh, no problem. Uh, that, that has, uh, that's 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 coming to an end, and everything's everything's good there. We are very confident. We're still on track. We're very we're confident it's going to be done within Q1. I think I think we it may may, may surprise people and actually be, uh, you know a bit quite a bit earlier than Q, the end of Q1. But it'll be in Q1 um, uh, unless something untoward comes up. There's really no discussions that need to be take place. There's just ticking boxes. File this. File that. File the other. It's not as, uh, as, as tough as it was to uplist uh, on the TSX because there we also had a concurrent fin financing and we hadn't done a prospectus for like 10 years. So, you know- it, All the work of, you put into that is kind of paying off a dividend oh, now for, oh, the, for the NASDAQ side. It's almost like in spades. All, all the same stuff, right? It's, I know that for a fact, it's almost all the same stuff. Yeah, in spades. And so uh, this, is, this is, again, a co-listing. So it's a little simpler than- um, doing an, uh, 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 yeah, a new IPO, IPO uh, or a concurrent financing. Uh, oh, I've had a couple of clients do a new IPOs in NASDAQ. Let me tell you, I've had a couple of, they're pulling their hair out, right? Uh, because all that initial disclosure is happening there, but you've already got it done. That's right. So, um, I guess, uh, George, uh, going back to the original question and to new people who are watching, um, is positioned very well really, really well for the next uh, foreseeable future. We've got uh, proprietary patented technologies, which have been vetted and adopted by multi-billion dollar companies, which we've gone through. Um, and we have this long tail of potential additional market app, large, large market applications like HPQ, uh, the dross rate residue and things like that. Um, so I think, I think we're in a good spot. I think we're in a very good spot. And I'm happy. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to be here. And I want to thank all our supporters and investors and people who dialogue with me on Agoracom and, and give suggestions. And powerful, and, very powerful. I got to tell you, you guys, between you and the shareholders, you guys have made history in showing. And I want to thank the shareholders too. What happens when you have real civil, professional engagement? Uh, and and hats off to the shareholders who are both serious, ask fantastic questions. Uh, they they provide great information, but then they find that time because we're all human to have a little bit of fun, you yeah, know, to, have, to, to, to make it a human experience. And uh, I think it's been a fantastic experiment and I can't wait to see how that just grows and grows in 2021 with more people coming in. Yeah. Peter, sure. thanks for joining us today, man. You know, we could talk sure. for a long time on this, but yeah, yeah, just the fact that you took this time to talk to everybody to start off the year is great. And I thank, well, you. I, I thank you for providing the time and the, and the platform to communicate with the investors and get the message across, maybe in a little bit more detail than we can in our press releases. Again, to those of you who expect, you know, news to be dropped here, just never, don't ch change the channel. It'll never happen. Um, and we try to go over things a little bit more detail, detail give some flavor uh, to, in color to what's happening. 
Uh, thanks, George, again for the platform, man. Thanks a lot. Yeah, no, and, and Peter, thanks for putting life into it. Thanks for it, man. Uh, you are uh, you're a trailblazer here in in showing uh, the rest of the the rest of the world how to get this done. I think we're I think we're making history together, and and okay. I'm I'm happy to be a part of the ride, but I'm happier that the shareholders are 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 part of this great ride with you. Yeah, I'm glad to have them on board. Thanks a lot, George. Forever at home, you've been watching, or if you've been listening to Peter Pascali, President CEO of Pyrogenesis Canada by podcast, uh, either on Spotify, Apple, Google, or your favorite, your favorite podcast platforms. The company trades on the TSX, on the stock symbol PYR, on the OTCQB for now in the US under PYR and F. Uh, for those of you who have been around, you don't have to do your due diligence. This is your due diligence. You're just adding on to what you already know. But for those of you who are new to the story, uh, make sure you do your due diligence. Get to the Pyrogenesis website. Take a look at all the great information they have there. Then make sure to answer your questions and get engaged. Jump into the Pyrogenesis verified forum where you can talk to other shareholders, even talk to Peter uh, and get all the last bit of information you need. Because as Peter says, everything looks great for 2020, 20, for 2021. And uh, we want all of you to be a part of it. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time.